Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Thanks for joining us on this, the uh, Wednesday edition of the All New This Morning with Jalen Nye, Daryl McIntyre, Morley too. Morley is in Regina as your uh, Edmonton Elks get set to take on the Riders tomorrow. You'll be able to hear it all right here on uh, Elks Football, 6.30 Ched. Uh, so looking forward to that. Fingers crossed, fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, we don't want to see O and 5. No, so, we uh, definitely The uh, countdown to kickoff is at 5.30 tomorrow, so the opening kickoff just after 7 o'clock. So we know that... So we know the, uh, the healthcare system uh, is under strain. Mm-hmm. We know one of the challenges is getting uh, enough healthcare professionals into that system. Well, McEwen University has started a new program, a first-of-its-kind program in northern Alberta to try to change that. Uh, the idea is trying to help people get from point A to point B to perhaps become a nurse, to get a career in nursing. How is this bridge going to work? Dr. Christy Raymond is the Dean of the Faculty of Nursing at McEwen University and joining us this morning. Dr. Raymond, how are you? I am great. Uh, tell us about this bridge. Where did this idea come from, uh, first off? Wonderful question. The bridge to Canadian nursing is not a new idea. Obviously, the thought of having more internationally educated nurses come join us in Alberta to become registered nurses is something that has gone on for a while. We've seen, obviously, lately with some of the shortages, we've tried different ways to bring nurses to Alberta to help us with the registered nursing shortage. But this program is the first of its kind, as you've said, in central and northern Alberta. So it adds that additional educational option to help with some of those challenges. So Dr. Raymond, is this targeted to specifically international nurses, nurses from uh, coming from other countries, maybe even other provinces, to get them up to speed with the qualifications needed here in Alberta or in Canada? We're really trying to have a program that's diverse in terms of who will join and who will be admitted. So this is definitely focused more so on internationally educated nurses looking to become registered nurses. And this could be anywhere in that process as we see the process change with our with our regulator. It is also actually for registered nurses looking to increase their confidence and consolidate the knowledge that they need to be most effective in the healthcare system. We know that there's lots of challenges and so we're hopeful that this program actually has a variety of solutions for lots of different individuals both here in Alberta and perhaps um, those internationally looking to to come to Alberta. See, it's interesting because on first blush I had thought it was uh, finding ways that, uh, you know, ordinary Albertans, I suppose, or people who have a certain amount of education might be able to find the path to becoming a nurse to try and make it easier or, or make it more streamlined in order to get to that. So it's not aimed at, uh, at, at people who are not already in that healthcare field. Right. So it's aimed okay. at those who have perhaps education here or elsewhere mm-hmm. um, looking to, to come into the profession in this location. So there's lots of obviously different pathways for folks to do that. We've got lots of different nursing programs across Alberta. will help individuals get to that nursing goal if they don't yet have education as well. So this is really interesting because my, my daughter-in-law uh, was a nurse in Japan and when she came to Canada, she's not nursing. Um, I'm curious to know, uh, Dr. Raymond, when, when someone comes into the program then, how do you 
analyze? How do you figure out what um, upgrading, what other credits that that person might need to, to, to meet the requirements here in Alberta? Requirements in Alberta are set by the College of Registered Nurses of Alberta, and we work in close collaboration with them to make sure those who are still needing to write that national exam are eligible to come into the program and that the courses we offer in this 10-month, 27-credit certificate will meet that need. Mm. So we work with them there. But we have seen recently that that landscape has changed significantly. So the College of Registered Nurses of Alberta has opened up a variety of pathways and are recognizing even more different internationally educated individuals. And so we're confident that what we've proposed for this program will have a wide swath of applicability to a variety of nurses. So we're hopeful that some of those nurses perhaps that aren't practicing will also investigate, hey, maybe this is the time to come and join the profession with a program such as this one. Can an international nurse come to Canada and challenge the test? Definitely pathways for internationally educated nurses to challenge that national licensure exam, which we love to call the NCLEX. <laughs> there is ways to do that. Um, it depends on what country they receive their education, so they have to check with that regulator. Okay. Uh, we often hear governments talk about taking steps to try and increase the number of healthcare professionals that we have within our system. Does the government have any role in this, the provincial government specifically, or is this primarily the College of Nursing that, that deals with? with uh, the regulatory issues, with the, you know, uh, the getting the proper credentials, etc. Uh, is there any role for government to play in this, I guess, apart from funding courses like this? Absolutely, and I think um, as we've seen this critical shortage grow, there's been a partnership between government, regulation, education that's really exciting to see. So yes, although government does look at funding, they also look at forecasting and being able to make sure that we have enough seats in certain programs at certain times. And then the regulator obviously has different pathways for entry, but education is that critical step to really make sure the workforce is not only increasing in numbers, but increasing in that confidence and that ability to be proficient when they hit that challenging healthcare environment. Dr. Christy Raymond is the Dean of the Faculty of Nursing at McEwen University. We're talking about the Bridge to Canadian Nursing program that has been launched. Uh, Dr. Raymond, well, you've, you mentioned a couple of times about the, the critical nursing shortage that we have. How bad is the situation in this province right now? We know from the literature that when it comes to the Canadian situation, we're short about 120,000 nurses in Canada by 2030, they say. However, we know that that's coming quite quickly. Okay. So we know that nurses make up the largest group of healthcare professionals, and registered nurses are the biggest component of that. So these small shifts that we're seeing are making the situation even worse. But more importantly, it's not just about numbers of nurses in the system. It's about nurses working full-time versus part-time versus casual. And we see more and more that nurses are working part-time and casual. So the more nurses you put out doesn't necessarily mean it has that direct impact with full-time work. Yeah, and I would also think, because we keep hearing about burnout within the system, uh, and that's why some of the nurses are working part-time or casual, because it's just it's been too much. At what point, you know, is, is the cart before the horse, or how do you fix one without fixing the other? How do you attract new people in if all they're hearing about is the burnout and how difficult it is? 
complex challenge, and burnout is real. We've seen many stories of nurses who come into the profession and then leave because the situation isn't one that makes them feel like they're having the impact they want to have. And so it's an all-hands-on-deck situation where you have to address it all at the same time. And again, education is one of those key pieces that helps nurses feel comfortable in these challenging times and really make sure that their skills are, are up to date and able to address some of the situations that they're going to see. So, so the Bridge to Canadian Nursing Program, what are, what's the short-term goals here uh, in the coming months as far as the numbers of, of nurses you'd like to get through the program uh, that can graduate and then get out there? Absolutely. We would love to see 100 nurses in the program for this fall, and we look to ramp up to about 150 within three years. Putting that out annually will really help the healthcare system. We really want this program to be available to a variety of individuals who maybe want to come in, take one course, take all the courses, gain the certificate. Um, maybe it's that some folks want to see some of our innovative labs, some of our virtual reality simulation-based courses, or that they really want that clinical exposure in our final clinical course that has some innovative twists to it that are really going to to help them. What's the cost on it? The cost is um, approximately for the whole program with the tuition, etc., is around $7,000. So there's lots of grants and opportunities out there for scholarships and other funding opportunities for students who want to come into the program. All right, uh, Dr. Christy Raymond, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for telling us about this bridge to Canadian nursing program now in uh, central and northern Alberta serving a local area. Appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for having me. All right, you bet. Dr. Raymond is the uh, dean in the Faculty of Nursing at McEwen University launching this program. It is 7.15. This morning with Jaylen Nye and Daryl McIntyre on 6.30 Chad. Ever buy something, put it in the pantry, and it was lost forever? Say goodbye to lost groceries thanks to Reface Magic. The Reface Magic team can redesign your pantry with rotating and modular shelves to help you access your full pantry. No more searching for those lost items. Discover the many ways Reface Magic can transform your space with a free in-home consultation, family-owned and operated for over 20 years. Visit refacemagic.ca. And we'll be back with more of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Normally morally too. He's on the road in Regina, but much more to come after this. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Thanks to James who just texted in. There's an accident on Calgary Trail, middle right lane, just north of the uh, Hende overpass. So keep that in mind if you're in that area. We'll have a full check-in traffic coming up in just about five minutes' time. Coming up in the next half hour, we're going to have a conversation with somebody who just set a record. It was at the uh, Pinocchio Stampede. His name is Chance Vegan. He's a chuck wagon driver and actually won every single night, every single heat he mm. won, uh, <laughs> which is very unusual. In fact, this is a record uh, making history. So we'll talk to Chance V. Of course, the Calgary Stampede is kicking off later on this week. Have you been and to he'll Stampede? be heading there. It's been eons since I was there. It just, it, I don't know, it wasn't my thing. It didn't feel, it was I mean, just another exhibition. I mean, but you're kind of like a cowboyish, you like 
well, I guess you were playing polo. You weren't riding. <laughs> I would. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I've okay. been to lots of. I used to go to CFR all the okay, time yeah. and that kind of thing. I remember growing up, and uh, it was the coolest thing. There was an outdoor rodeo uh, at Lee Park, north of Marwane mm-hmm. in East mm-hmm. Central Alberta, and I remember going to that one. So that was a smaller local rodeo, and it was just awesome. It was so much fun to be in that, immersed in that little world. So these days. Stampede's a little bit more of a Vegas show version. Yeah, I've never, I've never been to Stampede. Mm. Um, my my squadron guys go down there every year because they fly the Canadian flag over the over the mm. grounds every mm-hmm. night. I guess over before showtime. So the helicopters that that fly over, they're actually from Edmonton. So they've tried to get me down a few times. And I'm like, Meh. No, I don't think so. Um, I but wonder I, if it's one of those things. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wonder if it's one of those things where it gets built up too much in your mind, so that by the time you actually do go to it, it's yeah. kind of like, meh. Whatever. See, I'm not, you know, like, to me, it's like a big combination of a big drinking food party, um, uh, fairgrounds, and then and then rodeo stuff, right? Yeah. And I do enjoy um, a number of the rodeo um, events, and I was introduced to that when I lived in Regina for mm-hmm. a couple of years, obviously. It was, you know, you know, coming from northern Ontario, an Ontario girl, into to Regina at that, you know, CFR and Agribition and all of that. It was, it was an eye-opener, to say the least. And then coming out here and seeing a number of the shows out here, um, I, I do enjoy it, and... Um, but I think maybe it's just the amount of people. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe it is the people, but... Uh, yeah. Just not the people, the amount of people. It's yeah. an exhibition. Yeah. It's a weird... With the whole city, and I know that I'd seen some stories on Global out of Calgary uh, basically about a week and a half ago talking about uh, how expensive it is now for business to, to try mm. and have those Calgary stampede parties. And what is stampede? If you've ever been, is it going to the grandstand show, watching either the rodeo yeah. or the chuck wagons? Is it the exhibition part? Is it the ridiculous parties? Is it the debauchery that yeah. Calgary becomes famous for over yeah. 10 days? Is it the concerts? What is it? And I know it can be considered a whole bunch of stuff, but I don't know. I'd be curious as to what it, what it might yeah. be and whether or not it would live up to the hype. Maybe if you're coming from somewhere else, it's all going to be brand new if you're from Eastern Canada or you're from Europe or something like that. But for us in Alberta, would it live up to it? I don't know. What I do like about it, and and saying that with never being here, is that it continues on. It continues on in its spectacle, and it has mm. for a very long time. Whereas here in Edmonton, we have um, we have changed our minds. We have flip flopped on on all sorts of things. Right? What you is know? the identity of the big exhibition? Yeah, the big exhibition. What happened to the big parades? You know, all of that sort of all of that sort of stuff and and so I can appreciate holding on to that tradition and whatever it is whether people think it's hokey or not doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's tradition and it's in. something there and I know still to this day you know there's there's people here that still talk about Klondike days and um, you know getting dressed up in all of the you know old-fashioned clothes and all of that and how wonderful that was remember when the sourdough river race was mm-hmm. such a huge huge event um, so, you know, I, I feel in part, I, I know things need to evolve, uh, but I, I feel at times that Edmonton is missing that week so. and a half vein of, of something that connects us all. 
And you know whether whether you identify with Klondike days yeah. or not, it is part of the history of what yeah. we've had. Was it the entire time? No, it was created, you know, course, some yeah. fifty years ago, just like so many other things. And I guess we were sort of the road to the Klondike, but not really. So mm-hmm. people wondered about the legitimacy of grabbing that name. I don't care at that point. Just go back to it yeah. because at least it's something, as opposed to K days, which is. I don't know, celebrating mm-hmm. the letter K. I don't... <laughs> if it's it's going to be Klondike Days, then just make it Klondike Days, for God's sake. So, yeah, maybe maybe Calgary doesn't uh, measure up, but at least they have that uh, that thing locked in. We do have the Street Performance Festival, which will be starting no, here pretty quick. And we do have and so other many festivals. wonderful... There's, we are course, Festival the, City. The amazing festivals, absolutely. And and so not to not to poo-poo uh, Edmonton, you know, on that front, but, uh, yeah, I just... I, I love the idea of... Everyone rallying around one big event for 10 days. But then again, maybe that is our identity. We have an entire summer of party, not just a week and a half. Mm. Maybe that is part of the identity. The festival city, River City. That is our identity. Tearing it up the whole summer long because mm. winter is coming. Oh, stop oh, it. Yeah, I know, stop, stop it. All stop, right. Stop, stop.